الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنما المؤمنون الذين إذا ذكر الله وجلت قلوبهم وإذا تليت عليهم آياته زادتهم إيمانا وعلى ربهم يتوكلون الذين يقيمون الصلاة ومما رزقناهم ينفقون سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم As human beings we carry different titles and the definition of those titles is often made clear to us and we carry many different titles so for instance i may carry the title of a parent and by definition a parent is someone that has a child or children and the responsibility of the upbringing of that child is on the parent and that is sort of what defines the parent I may carry a definition of depending on what where I'm employed or what kind of employment I have. So perhaps I'm a car mechanic, an auto mechanic. So that's that's my title. And the definition of that is basic my responsibility or the definition of that is that I'm someone who is able to fix uh, mechanically uh, automobiles. I may also carry the title of a, of a citizen for instance. You carry many of us carry the title of a citizen. A citizen by definition is someone who abides by and protects and preserves the law of the land and a citizen has some civic duty toward their neighbors this is the title that i carry so we are all we all carry many different titles we aren't just restricted to one particular title but there's always a a definition with or a responsibility or a definition you can say with with whichever title that we, it is that we carry now we all also carry the title or we claim to came we claim to carry the title of of a believer of believers so naturally then or by the uh, uh, but using the same uh, understanding there must be a definition of who believers are because we all make this claim right and we uh, not only do we make this claim but we almost create distinctions based off of someone believes you know he believes she believes this person doesn't believe this person believes i believe you believe we make distinctions based off of our belief in in our deen so there must be some definition that allah taala has laid out for us that can help us better understand what it really means to be a believer what it really means to be a believer and allah taala out of his mercy he defined this for us in the quran he defined this for us in the quran and the beauty of it existing in the quran is that that definition number 1 there's no uh, conflict with that definition so it isn't that someone can say that the source of the definition of a believer is weak and the reality is that Uh, it's a weak source and and perhaps there's other definitions for what a believer is because the source is the quran and no one can question or challenge the quran 
So that's uh, out of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. It could have come from the teachings of the scholars, or it could have even come from hadith, for instance, right? But, and, and somebody could perhaps challenge that definition. But this Allah ta'ala gave us the flat-out definition of who believers are in the Qur'an. And the responsibility of all of us is to go back and check, do we meet criteria of, of, of a believer? Do we meet the criteria of a believer? You know, in the same way, for instance, if we are a parent and we neglect our children, and we were to look back and say, what is the definition of a parent? Well, someone who has a child and they're responsible for the upbringing of the child. I'm not fulfilling that responsibility. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a parent. Maybe by the, by the loose definition, uh, I, I meet the, the, the basic criteria of a parent, but I'm certainly not fulfilling the responsibilities of a parent. You know, if I claim to be an auto mechanic, but I know nothing about cars, you know, I mean, I know nothing about cars, but I'm someone that, you know, you bring it to my, to my garage and I'll work on it for a few hours. I have no idea what I'm doing. That perhaps you can still carry some loose definition of a, of a mechanic, but you're not really fulfilling that responsibility. So that person has to constantly keep checking back. Am I, you know, the, the, the claim that I'm making, am I living up to that claim or not? If I'm not living up to that claim, then I have to make sure that I'm working toward that. So if I'm not the, a, a good citizen, for instance, and I'm, I'm not fulfilling the responsibilities, or I'm not, I'm, not full, I'm not meeting the definition of a good citizen, then I have to ensure that I do that. If I'm, not insure, if I'm not meeting the definition of a husband, of a true husband, or a true wife, then I have to, I constantly check back what the definition is, what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a wife, and I have something to constantly compare it to. And when the source of that definition is, is pure and unadulterated, and it's as authentic as the Qur'an, then, then it encourages us to regularly, frequently go back and say, am I really a believer or not? Now Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, in Surah Al-Anfal, so beautifully, it's, I mean, so beautifully He says in the Qur'an, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ That verily, believers are those people that... And then he defines it for us. Now, and now, and if you look at the construct, uh, innama, it doesn't just take on the meaning of emphasis, or th- you know, uh, of emphasis. It takes on the meaning of emphasis while negating any other possible definition as well. So, if Allah Taala says innama al-mu'minuna, it doesn't just mean verily the believers are. It means verily the believers are only. This is by definition what they are. <coughs> And they can't be anything else. <coughs> they are this and they are not anything else. It, negate, it includes what's going to come after and it negates any possibility of anything else. So then you really have to focus in because this is what Allah Ta'ala is saying the believer is. It doesn't matter who says, what. it doesn't matter what anyone else says. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. Allah Ta'ala is saying it and He's negating any possibility of any other definition of the believer. This really makes a person focus in and say, okay, let's see if I meet these criteria. Let's see, I, I claim to be a believer. I'm telling you know, everyone around me that I'm a believer. I, tell, uh, I make this proud claim that I'm, that I'm a mu'min, that I'm a believer. I tell my parents, my friends, my family, my colleagues I'm a believer. Okay, let's see if I meet the criteria now. إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكِرَ اللَّهُ وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ The first definition, the first, you could say, criteria of being a believer, Allah Ta'ala says, Allah, that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when Allah ta'ala is mentioned, the heart is filled with, with fear. And better, better translated as awe. That when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned, Allah ta'ala's name is taken, every time that name is taken, that, that the, the believer's heart then becomes filled with, with this intense 
uh, fear and awe. That's criteria number one. That whenever we hear the name of Allah, whenever Allah Ta'ala is mentioned, does our heart tremble? Does it shake? Does any change occur within our state when we hear Allah Ta'ala's name? If it does, then we've met the first criteria of being a believer. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't, then we haven't even, we, we can't even get to the next criteria. So we look back into our own life. And see, you know, when Allah Ta'ala's name is mentioned, what happens? I mean, in this gathering itself, we've mentioned the name of Allah Ta'ala numerous times. And how many of us had a perceivable change within the state of our heart, within just, you know, these few minutes? We just prayed the Maghrib prayer. And Allah Ta'ala's name was mentioned time and time and time again. Allahu Akbar to start the Salah. And then Surah Al-Fatiha. Uh, uh, and, and then the Surahs that were recited. And then the uh, Allahu Akbar that was repeated constantly throughout the Salah. And if every time Allah Ta'ala's name was mentioned in the prayer, our heart didn't tremble, it didn't quiver, it didn't shake, it, it wasn't filled with this fear, then that's a problem. Now what's incredible is Allah Ta'ala doesn't, he, it, it's, not, it's not just fear. You know, Allah Ta'ala didn't say, That when the believers hear the name of Allah being mentioned, that they are struck with, with fear. It's not that kind of fear where you're afraid of something, where you're scared to death of something, because that does strike fear, right? If, if, if you know, a bear were to walk down the stairs, and, uh, and, and, or a group of them were to come into this room, immediately our heart would change, right? I mean, immediately would transform. That's a physiologic response. It's normal, it's natural, and that is induced by fear. But that's not the kind of fear that Allah Ta'ala is referring to. He didn't say, He said, Which means that out of, in awe, the heart changes. In awe of Allah Ta'ala's magnificence, His greatness, the heart changes. So when the name of Allah Ta'ala is mentioned, our heart should, there should be some, some change uh, in the heart every time it's mentioned. And if it isn't, if it isn't, and we hear the word Allah, or the name of Allah, time and time again, and we pray salah after salah after salah, we recite verses of the Qur'an after Qur'an, we sit through khutbahs, and nothing happens, and Allah Ta'ala's name is mentioned, you know, hundreds of times in the khutbah, or, or hundreds of times in the, in the prayer, or in, in some speech, or some gathering, or whatever it might be, and we aren't perceiving this change, then are we true believers or not? Are we true believers or not? This is the, the test. This is what we always have to come back and compare it to. Our heart should be affected by the name of Allah. When Allah Ta'ala's name is mentioned, when Allah Ta'ala's name is mentioned, out of awe for His greatness, His magnificence, His superiority over everything, our heart should change. You know, sometimes if someone is impressionable in our life, let's say there's a, an athlete, and someone mentions the name of that athlete, we become ex quick, excited very quickly. Someone mentions the name, you know, whether the athlete be good, whether, they be, whether they're popular because of something good or something bad, it doesn't matter. But if we're enamored by them, then, our, then, then there's a perceivable change within our state. If there's a, a politician who we adore or we don't like, and that name is mentioned, then our heart changes. If there is a, someone in uh, the CEO of, of our company's name is mentioned, and then we become excited, we think about it. And yet when Allah Ta'ala's name is mentioned, and our heart doesn't change, and we aren't affected in any way, shape, or form, then that really challenges this notion 
that, that I'm a believer. وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا The second criteria of a believer, Allah Ta'ala says, the second criteria, or the second, you could say, definition of the believer, is that when تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ when, the, when his verses, meaning the verses of Allah, يعني the Qur'an, is recited to them, meaning to the believer, recited to us, Zadatum imana that their iman increases. Every time the verse of the Quran is recited, the iman of the believer should increase. It should increase to some degree, some level there should be an increase. And if our iman doesn't change, it doesn't increase with the recitation or with listening to the recitation of the Quran, to the verses of Allah, to the, the signs of Allah. If it doesn't increase, then again we're lacking. Then again we aren't meeting the, the criteria for a believer. We're over two. And that's a problem. And that's a major problem. If the Quran is recited and we aren't affected by it, if the Quran is recited and it doesn't cause an effectuate change within our heart, just through recitation, not through <coughs> the tafsir of the Quran, <coughs> not through some elaborate recitation of the Quran, just anyone reciting the verses to us, if it's not affected, then that's a major, major problem. That's a major problem. We just, in, again, in the Maghrib prayer, right? Several verses were recited after one another. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Maliki Yawmiddin, Al-Qari'ah, Mal-Qari'ah, Wa Ma'adraka Mal-Qari'ah. How many verses were so eloquently recited in the Salah? And how many of us can say that after each verse, I felt my Iman had increased to some degree? How many of us can make that claim? But that's what Allah Ta'ala is telling us. He's saying, look, the believer isn't anything else. Don't create these fancy definitions of who we are and I'm a Muslim and this is what it means. Allah Ta'ala is saying very straightforward. The first two things he mentions, number one, is when Allah's name is mentioned, the heart is, is struck with awe. It, it's affected by the name of Allah when Allah Ta'ala's name is mentioned or recited. And number two, whenever the verses of Allah are recited, with each verse, زَادَتْهُمْ imana, that the believer's iman actually increases to some measurable degree. This isn't arbitrary, or this isn't an abstract notion. It should actually increase. When the Sahaba anhum would recite the Qur'an, or when they would hear the Qur'an, there would, be a, there would be a measurable difference in their iman. You know, this is the reason that when they would, you know, that any time even the verses would be recited, the tears <laughs> would come down their face. <clears throat> and yet our state is such that we could listen to hours of Qur'an and it won't make a difference to us. We can pray salah after salah after salah behind the imam and our iman isn't affected. Up, that doesn't go up. You know, we could pray in Ramadan, we can pray an hour and a half of the taraweeh prayer. How many verses are recited in the taraweeh prayer? You know, sometimes hundreds of verses are recited in the taraweeh prayer. How many levels of our iman, how many levels in iman should we increase just from one taraweeh prayer? Or from one tahajjud prayer? Or from just, you know, one maghrib salah? How many degrees should our iman increase? But for the vast majority of us, there's, there's no change. There's, there's, no, there, there's no measurable difference in our iman. In fact, we then complain that my iman is weak and it's low and I don't know what to do. And we are praying and we're, when we're reading Qur'an, we're listening to Qur'an and our iman isn't changing. That's a problem. 
Allah Ta'ala's verses, each individual verse of the Qur'an, if one were to understand it and reflect upon the depth contained within it, there's no question, there's no question that a simple verse, you know, وَالْعَصْرِ just by time, you know, being hearing that, and then thinking about it, and then reflecting upon it, it should cause our iman to increase. Just one word should cause our iman to increase. And if we aren't there, all it simply means is that we have work to do. That, that the, the whole point of, of even bringing this up isn't to criticize, isn't to put anyone down. But it's so that we understand our priority in life is to become true believers. We don't have any other priority. You know, we want to fulfill this mandate of being a believer to the nth degree. Because that's the primary title that you and I carry. The, the title of parent, the title of you know, uh, employee, the title of child. These are, all, these are all secondary. They matter, but they're, they don't come anywhere near the title of believer. But if we aren't able to meet the title of believer that Allah Ta'ala mentioned in His authentic book, our heart doesn't change when Allah Ta'ala's name is mentioned. The verses of the Qur'an don't increase us or elevate us in our iman. And that's a big problem. And that means that we have to continue our work. We can't, we can't be content with, with, with where we are. We can't be content with where we are. وَعَلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ The third thing that Allah Ta'ala mentions is that a believer is and nothing but, is nothing but those people that have in their Lord complete trust. وَعَلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ They are people who have complete trust in Allah Ta'ala. Complete trust in Allah Ta'ala. And and what what is meant by, by tawakkul? It, the, the, it's that, that a believer can't put trust in anything other than Allah Ta'ala. And the responsibility that is particularly applicable to all of us is to trust that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is in charge of this world. That Allah Ta'ala is in charge of this world. Everything comes from Him Everything is created by him and every single thing will return to him. That is the ultimate trust in Allah. Right? To, to, to know that this world is going to be disposed of. And that I am going to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah ta'ala is going to be just with me. And he's going to shower his mercy upon me. And he's going to eliminate you know, any difficulties that I had. And all of this is just a mirage and a facade. To, to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that regard, that's what tawakkul is. That's what tawakkul is. And if we lack in any way, shape, or form in our tawakkul, in our trust in Allah, that at times we question the will of Allah, if at times we challenge the approach of Allah ta'ala, if we are concerned with a difficulty that Allah ta'ala brought before us, thinking that you know, maybe Allah ta'ala doesn't like us, or whatever it might be, then that we're lacking in our tawakkul. And if we're lacking in our tawakkul, then what's the... Uh, what, what, what's the meaning of that? It means that our iman, it means that we aren't people that believe, truly believe. It means that we aren't people that truly believe. And again, that's a problem. Because that, this is our claim to fame, is that we are believers. We proclaim that we are believers, and yet we aren't people that are affected by the name of Allah. We aren't people whose iman is increased by every recitation uh, of the, the recitation of every verse of the Quran. And we aren't people who certainly, we certainly aren't people who trust in Allah Ta'ala. We have, we have no faith in Allah Ta'ala at times. And yet Allah Ta'ala created us, He preserved us, He's continuing to nourish us. He's done this for millennia. 
And he will continue to do this until the day of judgment and on the day of judgment and even after the day of judgment. And yet we still lack in our trust of Allah Ta'ala. We place trust in many other things. We don't trust our creator and we don't trust our sustainer. The fourth that Allah Ta'ala mentions is that a true believer is someone who has firmly established their prayer. They are firm in their prayer. They're very firm. They've straightened out their prayer. There's not, there's no, so number one, that means that they perform their prayer. They perform their prayer. And that they don't miss their salah. So again, if, if we're missing salah, then we're not fulfilling the, the definition of a believer. And if our salah is crooked, it's not straight, there's mistakes within it, we don't know how to pray properly, then again, that's a sign. That we aren't, we aren't meeting the, the criteria of a believer. And if our salah is weak, in the sense that we pray when we're able to pray, but when we are uh, pressured, you know, because of responsibilities that we have, or we're traveling or whatever, and then we neglect our prayer, then that's a sign as well, that we haven't established salah within our lives. And the fifth criteria is that from, the, from their wealth, they, they spend in the, in the path of Allah Ta'ala. The fifth definition is from their wealth they spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's essential for all of us to pay heed to this verse. These two verses. Because it really tells us who we're supposed to be. You know, sometimes we think that if we do the dhikr of Allah ta'ala, that we are some elite you know, group of, of believers. If the a name of Allah ta'ala is causing an effect within our heart, then, then this is one path or one tradition of our deen that we are trying to fulfill its mandate of. But this is this is a broad definition. Right? This isn't just for people that come to uh, come to come to gatherings like this. This is this this isn't just for people that uh, that uh, that have committed to a particular path within the deen. This is a broad definition. This applies to every single person, every believer. And yet we aren't able to accomplish this. We aren't able to accomplish the uh, we, we aren't able to accomplish softening our hearts such that Allah Ta'ala's name affects it. And we aren't able to receive the verses of the Qur'an such that it increases our iman. This is a universal definition of the believer. This isn't anyone that's trying to achieve the pinnacle of deen. This is, this is, the, this is the basic requirements of deen. These are the basic requirements of deen. So you can imagine the work that we have to put in. You know, and if there ever comes a time where we feel like we now have met the criteria, then look at the statement of Imam Hassan al-Basri rahimahullah. You know, one of the most famous of the awliya of Allah Ta'ala was a tabi'i himself. He saw the sahaba. And somebody had asked him about his belief. And you'd wonder, him, of all people, and he's someone who's vetted by, you know, for centuries and millennia. He's someone who's revered so highly. His, his books are preserved. His teachings are preserved. He's truly someone who believed and trusted in Allah Ta'ala. And someone asked a man like him, do you believe? And his response was, look, there's two types of belief. There's two types of belief. If you are asking me if I believe in the sense of آمَنْتُ بِاللَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَكُتُبِهِ وَرُسُلِهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ مِنَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَالْبَعْثِ بَعْدَ الْمَوْتِ If you're asking me, do I believe in Allah and His messengers and His angels and His books and the day of judgment and fate? Yep, I believe. 
I meet that criteria. I meet that criteria. But if you are asking me about if I believe in the sense of these verses of the Quran, that verily the believers are and they are nothing but those people who that when Allah Ta'ala's name is mentioned, their heart is struck with awe. In amazement of Allah. And when the verses of the Quran are recited to me, my iman increases with every verse that's recited. And that I have firm trust and tawakkul in Allah Ta'ala. And that and that I perfected my prayer. And that I am from amongst people that give uh, give give my wealth in the path of Allah toward charity or toward some righteous cause. I don't meet that criteria. I don't meet that criteria. If he, someone of his caliber, someone of his iman, someone of his taqwa, someone of his ability, doesn't feel like he's met the definition of a believer as Allah Ta'ala has detailed for us, that we have work from now until we pass away. If he doesn't feel like he's met the criteria, then what about the rest of us? So, working toward becoming a true believer in Allah Ta'ala, that's a a lifelong passion of all of us. It's a lifelong effort that we have to make. It doesn't happen through one conference or one weekend or one trip somewhere or three days somewhere. It's this journey that a person takes on the path toward Allah Ta'ala and they're constantly making this effort of having the name of Allah affect them and having the verses of Allah affect them. The, 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 the verse, practically speaking, we should always keep, you know, almost like we should keep it like in our pocket. You know, when we think we've accomplished something in deen, when we think that now people maybe think of us as something, you know, now we're, we have some, uh, we, we accomplished something in deen that we have something to show for. Then pull it out of your pocket and say, hold on, let me check again. Let me check. I'm claiming to be a believer. They're saying I'm a believer. They're saying I'm the imam. They're saying I'm, I should be leading my the salah. They're saying that, you know, I'm representing Islam. Let me pull this out and look, let me just check again. Let me just make sure. Okay, am I someone who Am I someone whose heart trembles in fear and awe and amazement when I hear Allah Ta'ala's name just once? If I'm not, hmm, I don't meet the criteria. I'm not there yet. I still have work to do. I can get there inshallah, but I still have work to do. I'm not done. This is a lifelong journey. Then you pull out the card and say, okay, am I someone who, when I hear the verses of the Qur'an, Zadatum imana, that I'm someone whose, my iman increases every time I hear the verses of the Qur'an. Yep, but I can say, the vast majority of us are not there yet and it will take a long time to get there. And if we're not there, we should say, okay, I'm not there yet. I'm making this claim, it's a false claim, I really need to put some work into my deen. I really need to take time out of my schedule and focus on Allah Ta'ala. I really need to take time out of uh, out of my day and focus on, on rectifying my heart and purifying my heart and trying to make it to in some way, shape or form aligned with what Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala would want from me. It's a lifelong journey. It's a lifelong journey. We can never be content with our state. We can never be content with carrying the name of the deen or carrying a name of a believer until we fulfill the criteria that Allah Ta'ala has laid out and the criteria that Allah Ta'ala will then ask us about on the Day of Judgment and how can we rest? How can we take a break from our dhikr? How can we take a break from our salah? How can we take a break from our service of deen? How can we take a break from reciting the Qur'an or listening to the Qur'an? How can we? I mean, on the Day of Judgment, Allah Ta'ala asks us, okay, were you someone who 
whenever you heard my name, your heart shook and it trembled. Are we going to be able to say yes? Are you someone who, when you heard one of my verses being recited to you, your iman increased? Are we going to be able to say yes? It's a question that we have to ask ourselves regularly. And this is one of the ways by which we keep our motivation for deen alive. We have no option but to continue coming to the masjid. Because we are so dependent upon developing ourselves and becoming closer to Allah. We have no option but to maintain our routine when it comes to our Qur'an. We have no option but to maintain the company of the righteous and the ulama and the mashayikh. We have no option because we are so far from the definition of what believers are. And we have to work for decades and decades and decades. Until the moment Allah Ta'ala closes our eyes, the opportunity Allah Ta'ala has given us to become true believers. So use it as a tool. Use it as a tool to motivate you. Use it as a tool to measure yourself by. And, and use it as a tool to protect yourself from complacency. Use it as a tool. Use it as a tool. Recognize that my goal in life is to become a true believer. If that means that I need to spend more time with the Qur'an so that it can affect my heart, then so be it. If that means I need to spend time in the company of people that love Allah more than I am currently so that Allah Ta'ala's name actually affects my heart, then so be it. If, I need, if that means that I need to avoid all the other distractions in my life that are taking me away from Allah, that are taking me away from yuqimuna salah, and that are taking me away from min fiqun, that are taking me away from zadatum imana, and all these other things are just distracting me, if it means that I have to remove these distractions from my life, then so be it. Because my priority is to achieve this goal, this lifelong dream of mine of becoming a true believer. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq to, to inculcate the verse, these verses of the Qur'an we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us true believers that believe in Him, that are affected by His great name, that are increased in our iman through His verses, that are fully, that are fully trusting in Him, that are working toward establishing and straightening our prayer, and people that regularly give in His path. We ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our mistakes and allow us to remain on this deen. Until the day we pass away. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.